Captain's Log, Episode 35. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers Podcast is sponsored by Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, located at 35-11 Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Now open seven days a week with outdoor and indoor dining. Enjoy their eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items. At Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. This week, Captain Huck and Beer Wonder welcome back guest Beer Venger, Incredulous Bulk slash Dr. Bruce Beer Nerd for our first ever sequel as we return to Dayton for more beers, breweries, and even a modest crawl. Like all the best sequels, we cover just enough of the same ground to feed your nostalgia while exploring enough new territory to make you glad you showed up for more. Remember to like, star, and subscribe us whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. If you missed last week's show, it's always available along with our complete archive at thebeervengers.com. But in case you want to dive right in, here's a quick recap of last week's show. Previously, on the Beer Ventures. Captain, we're we're both fully vaccinated. We're, we're invulnerable. We're both fully vaccinated, right? We could we could we could go on a uh, like a crawl. I don't know if the captain's told you, but you're going on a crawl. I guess we're going on a crawl. I think that could be very important to our beer venging duties. Oh, uh, you know what? We've never done this before, but uh, I mean, you should you should come back next week so we can talk about it, right? Well, I, I, at this point, if this is what's happening, we may need the full report because, you know, you do have to let your fellow Beer Avengers know on what kind of life-saving, world-changing action. I would be listening to my, the music. My dad would come in and say, turn that down. And I would say, but dad, it's smoky. Wolf-hearted. 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 Hashtag bless it. The logic is simply, this is what we did. And now, please enjoy episode 35 a doctor, a priest, and a captain walk into a bar, or bars, and or brewery, and or breweries. Well, with a beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers, with a beer, Avengers. Welcome to the beer cast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location. In Montgomery County, somewhere in the 45419, I'm Captain Porter Brownstout. And coming to you from the west side of the county of New York, this is the Pale Male Hophead Huck. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the county of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder! And from the secret basement lab in Area 937, I am Dr. Bruce Beernerd, the incredulous bulk. And we are the Beervengers. Yeah, perfectly synchronized. Gets, gets we are the Beervengers. Yeah, uh, these these the synchronengers. Yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah. yes. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, as you have heard, I am still in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, sort of a continuation of last week's. Uh, we're probably going to have a different name, but we're going to call it part two because we really want to confuse all of you. 
Um, we've got a great show. Uh, we're uh, we, uh, the, the the doctor and I uh, are our, our first ever second two shows in a row guest. So uh, you're blazing all kinds of trails, Doctor Beerner. Unprecedented. I am, I am so honored to be back so soon. Wonderful. So, uh, yeah, we went on a, a great crawl last weekend that we're going to talk about, uh, and we've got lots of other fun things and some maybe less fun, but hopefully still compelling. Uh, but yeah, but before we do any of that, let's get to the pores, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Heck I yes. We're ready. For sure. What? what? So, um, I, uh, 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 yeah. Excuse me. Um, Dr. Beernard, um, what, what are you doing? I, well, I I know the rules, right? It's only polite the guest goes first. I I figured wait, I'd. I, guest, I mean, no, wait. Uh, uh, most of them wait to have it offered to them too, so it's a little it's a little presumptuous. I, this is, thing. I mean, when yeah. I first, Here's the situation: when you're doing two weeks in a row, I I, I feel like you're, you 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 kind of you stepped over the guest threshold. Mm-hmm. So now, no, have, yeah, yeah. Now now you're just kind of yeah. here, like you're doing, you know. It's, you know, it's fair. I, it's I, I see it. I, I don't. I honestly it. do not know what to do now. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, can I, I want to drink. So I do too. I know. I do. I, yeah. I know. I just. You know what? what? I, I. I don't know how we solve this. Well, here's here's just I'm spitballing here. Um, okay. Since the the beer wonder has been the gracious harried arbiter of 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 this etiquette this whole time, I think it's only fair that that he go first this time. Wow. I'm down with that. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. All oh. right. Oh my. Well, I mean, I'll would be you honest. honor us with going first, Beer Wonder. I, I, it would only be polite. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, not to uh, argue uh, with us. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Have to keep the peace around here. Uh, so, uh, well, I, uh, given that we, uh, you will be listening to this on Memorial Day, I decided that it was time to welcome us into some delightful summer beers. So, I have brought a Goza from our friends at Talea. It is their Blackberry Crush. Uh huh. Yes. Feel, felt like a good way to welcome in uh, a nice, uh, a nice with a nice summery beer. They call this one tart refreshing with a hint of salt. Uh, and it's a nice gentle 5.2%. So let's see how this goes. Beautiful fresh And they have a there. newly opened tap room yeah. in, in, mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. So we'll have to visit exactly. that. All right. Ooh, oh, oh, real freshy. Real juicy, dark colors coming right oh, yeah. out of the glass. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. very purple. Aggressive head, so high carbonation. Yeah, um, colors. Are, even the, the head is pink and... Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. man, it's but like not too out of control. No, not nothing too over. terribly crazy. Uh, and I did a nice slow pour for y'all. Oh dear, and there's yeah. chunky bits at the bottom coming oh. out. <laughs> I hope you rolled it first. So I much fruit. Gave it a little once around, but yes. Wow, oh, that looks and great. And it is blueberry right up there. Oh, it's very good. Oh, can I see that wait. can again? Oh yeah, let's take a look. Yeah, at I it. think oh. it's lovely can art, really. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do good can art. Very nice. Yeah, uh, I've met the owners. So yeah, they're nice. Uh, all right oh well that was i guys okay, i gotta say so now, it was very exciting uh but uh i don't i really don't know what we do next well we know youngest to oldest pen- huh we can go youngest to oldest uh oof, uh well okay i i i maybe well, I, don't, I don't know if that that may be too much to disclose i was thinking since dr Beernerd has done his penance we should go ahead and let him have his beer <laughs> oh now. let's go that, ahead and i let think him would go. be fair i mean he is i guess he is now the guest at yes, that point yes. because he's been here the <laughs> least frequently I just have to wash dishes. You still get, you'll still give me dinner. So I don't know yeah, how right? old the, the doctor is with all those, uh, older beer, uh, 
uh, like uh, a little bit uh, strata rays that have been hitting him, you know, so his age is he's yes. ageless. And there's biological strata rays, there's, uh, physical. Good point, that yeah, it's mm. not so. I have uh, my first fifth hammer beer, Hello. Uh, thanks to the good offices of the captain, uh, a home slice, which oh, is yeah. I and I've deliberately avoided widespread tasting nerds and ner- nerds. No, I haven't avoided tasting nerds, no. tasting notes. It is an imperial stout with lactose, vanilla, chocolate, and ancho chilies. So, let's see what Ooh. we can get for a sound here. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that. Sounds sounds very thick and rich. Yes. So. Spoiler, it is. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And it's pour, It's a good slow pour there. I'm liking that. Now, this is from the very same dark. series I had a few weeks ago. Uh, the, uh, the Marble Slice was the one I had from them. They've had several of them with this. This is, uh, I like this one even better. Uh, say it yeah. came from the captain. I don't know of any particular rooms where the captain lives, but. but yeah, I did get this straight from the brewery a couple of weeks ago. There we go. Oh, that's pretty. Oh wow, and it is just the tiniest of tiny head on that beer. Yeah. Just and it's that good, yeah. like brown color. It's like a, oh, no. it's like a ten. Part of that 5? is me doing a very, very gentle yeah. pour, right? Yeah. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very good. But also, what is the what's the? I mean, what is the percentage on this bad boy? It is a. Uh, see if I can read this properly. A Thirteen. Point zero? Or wow. 15. Point zero. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. That, that, so that'll it's, give you it's a, substantial. It's very good. All right. Since we're now this, what do we do? I, well, I was just thinking, wow. uh, since he's having a beer that I gave him, maybe I should have a beer that he gave me. Good. Oh, that seems that's You know, sort of, sort of keep things symmetrical that way. Yes, so I like last that. weekend, we went to a number of different breweries and, and, and brew pubs, but we did not go to Lock 27. So I figured I'd do oh. that to include them. And this is uh, okay. called the Charlasta Brown Ale mm. from Lock 27. It's a, uh, a 6.5. So typical, I think, for a brown. Here we go. There we go. Oh, good crap. And once again, I have my, <laughs> have my Dublin crystal mug here. Oh, it's the, it's the classiest thing I've ever oh, seen. Yeah. And oh, oh my. Oh gosh, that that's like a toasted brown color. That's frosted that, too. Huh? There we go. Yes, it is. And that that white head is just very clean. Yeah, nice. Like. Yeah. It's a good looking brown. There we are. Oh, yeah, there we are. All right, fantastic. all right, Huck. What do you got? Well, I'm influenced by myself from last week from going across the pond to get a beer. I'm going across again, but we're going to merry old England this time. Ooh, to uh, a brewery called Samuel Smith's oh, Old. Yeah. Brewery Tadcaster. This is the pure brewed organic lager beer. And uh, I have not had this. I've had their brown. They're known for their nut brown ale. And they're really known for their ales. This is kind of the only lager they make. So uh, the uh, oldest brewery in uh, Yorkshire. And, uh, oh, handy for left-handed pouring. I like this. Perfect. Okay, so wait. Let's get mm. let's get these glasses off here. That's a nice substantial bottle. See the picture? Oh, I'll just try not to worry about it. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, t- tell me, Doctor, uh, wasn't Samuel Smith, didn't they, they they factor strongly into your origin story? I know, wait, going yes. way back to... Yeah. yeah. There we go. All right. Now, yes. here's the thing that is just miraculous to me. This is a crystal clear beer. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's a classic lager. 
which is just not what generally when I think of a British style beer, I do not think of clarity. It just mm-hmm. never is something that I really yeah. think about. So yeah, it's just so I'm beautiful to that, see yeah. it like that. Well, cheers, gentlemen. All right, yes, gentlemen, cheers. raise a glass. As I say in English. Won't you come by, et cetera. Mm. Oh, that's good. Oh, wow. I'm, oh, I'm pleased wow. with that. Ooh. I'm pleased. Yeah. We're all sad. We're yeah, all feeling good on this. I love that, that moment. That wo- <laughs> you were going to say it. Go ahead, Brewender. Well, no, I was just going to say it's just it, this is one of those ones where I think we've all wound up picking such interesting beers that we kind of all hit that speechless point in yeah. a deep and profound way, which is always Ooh. exciting. Really nice finish, too. Like good, uh, really nice aftertaste in the mouth. Mm. I'm going to need some more time with this. I know we talk a lot about uh, about you know the the sort of weird nondescriptive uh, often way beers are described as as drinkable, <laughs> um, or the lawnmower <laughs> beers you like to call them, Huck. Uh, yeah. But uh, this one, of course, sessionable. But this one has an even a better word for it. I think approachable. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> the beer is it's a yeah, a, a generous oh, portion of honey malt, making it extremely approach approachable and sessionable. Hmm. And it's named after a canal boat that used to cruise the Miami Erie Canal. Oh, how cool. So yeah, nice honey brown ale. I love and it. Yeah, it is. It's very yeah, I, I could this could this will this will not last long. Now you did the frosted glass, but look at the, the haze on my glass there. Yeah. That's not lacing. What's that called? Beer wonder uh I've always referred to it as lacing, where you're thinking like, no, when you get like cold seeing... haze. I just learned it in oh, our cold haze. Oh, I don't. That's is not it a cold, one. That is it to, called cold haze? Because it's 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 condensation. Oh, oh, you're talking about the actual condensation that's happening on the glass. Yeah, is that what is you're talking rhyme? about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is on the outside. Yes, yeah. I think that might be it. Yeah. Condensation. Well, we just turned up the refrigerator <laughs> this week, <laughs> and I mean, it's like we had so much stuff in there that it started to get warmer. So we turned it up, and now we're getting like. I had some iced tea at lunch. I was like, oh, that's how cold it's supposed to be. I love it. <laughs> we don't need ice cubes anymore. The rhyme uh, of the ancient brewery. Yeah, and this is nice and nice and cool. Very nice, very nice beer. Pure. Like this is a just that pure flavor of a of a lager you expect, even like a German lager, but it doesn't have that that uh mm, mm, what's the word? Like uh I don't want to say skunkiness, but that sort of uh funkiness, I suppose you get with a with a German lager sometimes. And uh, this has a very clean, clean taste, and I, I really, I, I'm very pleased with this. Hey, I'm that. often disappointed by my uh, uh, European beers, but this is, uh, wow! Hey, drink it down, drink mm. it down. So I'm, well, I'm curious. Oh, yeah, <sighs> Doctor, <sighs> what, what what flavors are you getting in that uh, in that home slice? Initially. I mean, the, the most immediate presence for me was vanilla and the mouthfeel uh, from that lactose. Um, it's more than thick and rich enough, as they say, um, but plenty of roast flavor. The finish goes on for a good long time. There's a nice boozy note, like a, like a cream liqueur almost in the finish. That's oh. a good description. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, not a, not, a, not a, like an overbearing uh slapper that kind of uh sometimes you get some um a sourness like if, like a bourbon barrel age and that's not that at all it's no. just um it, I agree. I, rich is the just overwhelming sensation and yeah i can i can see that uh that slice the cake 
cakey reference, even though last week I'm fumbling for what does cake taste like as a liquid? Uh, right. This, actually. <laughs> does not taste like the cake you had last week, that's for sure. Um, Hopefully it was not left out in the rain also. Very important. No, because it took so long to bake it. <laughs> I know. Uh, I don't think I can have the recipe again. Yeah. Oh, no. no. This um, is the home slice, you said. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just curious. Are you tasting any of the chilies in that? Um, right mm. before the lingering finish. Right? Okay. So it's a, for me, it's a grace note. Like, uh, so we go uh, immediate vanilla and mouth rich mouthfeel the whole way through. I go roast and oh hey chili, uh, but it could easily oh. if I didn't if you didn't say it was chili, I might say I don't know cinnamon or some other uh, fiery spice, and um, then that just mellows and fades out. So there yeah. is cinnamon in it. I have the ingredients here: lactose, vanilla, chocolate, cinnamon, and ancho chilies. Ooh. Which you may have already said. I may have. I put the can down, so I'm not reading it anymore. <laughs> we we could say that this is either me being you know open to the experience and trying to evaluate from my own palate, or being um, lazy and unprepared. Either of these things might apply. <laughs> One of these times, uh, I'm going to do like the the, the the talk about the tasting notes and just go like, you know, I'm inspired by Mexican chocolate cake. Uh, this bold <laughs> beer is creamy and smooth. <laughs> yeah, just chocolate yeah, notes up front and back top, like yeah. cinnamon, vanilla, and a touch of heat from the chilies in the finish. Mm-hmm. Flavor elements dance on the tongue while staying balanced. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to do that. Try yeah, to do you that know, and time. mine is uh, extremely approachable and sessionable. Um, <laughs> now, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, uh, Charlost, it's the name of a boat that used to be on the, the Miami Canal. The, no, I did not. Erie the Miami Canal. Canal. The Miami Erie Canal. It is both. The Miami. Okay, now see, I had to go to the copy. I couldn't couldn't wing it. I know. Uh, so <laughs> tell us about see, this Goza that you got there, Beer One. I, oh, I, uh, yeah, well, yeah. I unfortunately have no copy because the entire copy on my can says tart, refreshing, hint of salt. And I could say, you know, it is tart and it is refreshing and there is a definite hint of salt. Um, but I, I got to say, it is, it's a very light Goza. I feel like this is a very approachable beer for people who may not be really ready to like who, who have who just don't have a who don't really have an enjoyment of beer yet this would be a great introduction and talea's whole kind of thing has been that their 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 initial run was that they were trying to make beers that kind of would like replace potentially a rosé or for people who weren't beer lovers getting them into it and i can absolutely see where this fits but the problem is like my mind goes to, oh, it's like an introductory beer. It's like training wheels beer. So it's probably not going to be good. No, it's really good. Like it's a really, really, really good Goza. And the, the, um, the blackberry is really present. Um, you can see there are chunks of it on my glass. Like it's the fruit is there. It's super refreshing. And I feel like they hit me with more salt than I'm used to from a Goza because I'm getting a really salty finish. And my Mm. mouth does have that like salty dried out element to it. It's really good. Yeah. It sounds like they nailed it. Yeah, they really aced this. I mean, I we shouldn't be surprised because they are known for doing really excellent, really approachable sours. But like this one, but is they're just a really new brewery, brewery, aren't they? Yeah, well, they just opened. I think their tap room in March of two thousand twenty-one, or at least that's when they yeah, were planning I, to. Yeah, the tap room it is just open. opened. But yeah. they've been around about, I would say, at least two years. Okay, mm-hmm. and and yeah. a, a nice uh, sort of follow up to our one of our topics last week. It's a female-run mm-hmm. brewery, isn't it? Yeah, that's yep. right. I believe it's uh, our first fully, uh, fe- fully woman-owned and woman-run brewery in uh, New York City, if I'm not mistaken. That'll be for the hawk-ups next week, but I'm pretty fully, sure. Fully, yeah, they're... absolutely. Yeah. Well, good for them and Female sad that it hasn't happened sooner. 
<laughs> yeah, but it's but they're great. I've uh, I've seen pictures of their tap room. I know a number of people who um, will use that as like a because they have a beautiful outdoor space where people will go and you know do their computer work there so that they can continue to be safe and but also not be in their homes. Um, right. which sounds like a great thing to do. And you know, heck, if you get a beer immediately when you're done with work, right out of the taps, that sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean. So, but yes, it is uh, an interesting segue into uh, some of our conversation from last week. It's uh, Leanne and uh, Tara, Mm -hmm. and they left their corporate jobs in tech and media to join the beer industry. And together their passions quickly aligned and they realized they had a shared vision to create a totally different beer company that would expand the craft beer market. Yeah, I had one of their IPAs found to be very good too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's mainly what they've done uh, is uh, hazies and sours. Yeah, so I'm 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 hoping well, you know me. I want to see I want to see if they're if they're going to brew any lagers, and a lot a lot of the time lagers you need space and you need time. Yeah. So that's why we see most of these places are doing more ales because you got to have, uh, you know, place to put these cooling tanks and uh, and the yeah, time to turn, wait for them to be ready. <laughs> you could turn those bad boys over pretty quick. Where a lager is going to need to think about it's. It's just so life. refreshing. It's just. Uh, just uh, there's 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 nothing I don't like about it. I mean, I'm like, like I'm going to get another one of these sometime. Samuel Smith coming through. Sometimes these older breweries, you, you're like you think they're set in their ways and they're not innovative or interesting, but this is just right on the money. Mm. Yeah, I'm really pleased with that. Anybody else know the uh, the Melbourne Brothers fruited beers? Um, oh, where are they? They, out they of? were acquired by uh, Samuel Smith. Yeah, I can't even say recently anymore, but I believe this century (laughs) at least. And um, they those are recipes that uh, existed before hopping was the most common way of preserving beer. So they're very nice, tart, very acidic fruit beers. Uh, Look for them if you can if you find them. They're worth a shot. Uh, Apricot is, uh, I think, the standout. Ooh, that actually sounds interesting, and I can't think of too many apricot beers i've had in that's the only one i know yeah uh, yeah samuel smith dates back to 1758 Ooh. and they still brew their beers with these stone yorkshire squares and that's what they they brew them in these uh granite tubs and they have all copper kettles and it's just they call it the old old brewery that's the part of the name and so they uh, what is it old brewery at uh Tadcaster. So yeah, it's uh they do things in the old way and they're and they're not falling back on their laurels. They're making quality beer for the twenty first century. Yeah. Hey, praise it. You know what? Uh, I think bless it indeed. Bless it. Um praise it and bless are you trying to say praise it now because bless it is getting uh too much too much hype? Well, we got the branding on the beer already, so now <laughs> Maybe I'm worried we could about trademark infringement. Just press it. Press, press it. it. <laughs> Which honestly would work when we're dealing with beer. Yeah. Press so. it. Press it. Really? Hashtag press it. You know, it's uh, it's Malt interesting it. talking about the the salty gozes. Uh, a couple mm-hmm. days ago, uh, Father B and I went to a place near here called Eudora, and I, mm-hmm. I had I mean, went into getting a flight and they had some some wonderful uh, various things that are more in my wheelhouse. But they had a margarita goza that mm. was oh. so good that I had to get a full pour of it. Oh, yeah, okay. well, obviously, well had done. some of that salty thing. I mean, obviously, margarita yeah. is such a fruity thing. But definitely, there mm. was some of that saltiness you're talking about there. Um, yeah. Apparently, that's uh, well. Now, Doctor, uh, how long have they been at that new bigger space? 
Ooh, I'm going to go between two and three years. So okay, yes. Exactly. Not very long. Big, expansive place. Um, and this kind of brings us around to where our, uh, our crawl started on Saturday afternoon because we started it where Eudora used to be. Uh, isn't that, is that right, uh, Doctor? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's amazing if you look at these two spaces that the one that that, that someone that the place that Eudora used to occupy was so, uh, you know, relatively modest looking. Sure. Yeah, and they uh, they were brew on premise at both locations. You probably saw yeah. the the brew your own section when you were there, although it's off to the side now. So they took that equipment with them, but their production system uh, stayed in the old place and was purchased by. Um, a, uh, I think we're calling mostly contract brewer these days. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. So or itinerant. I've heard brewery, itinerant but, as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Um, and uh, uh, it had a name as from uh, nowhere in particular. Opened a brewery in Columbus called Somewhere in Particular, and we kind of missed him in Dayton. So uh, the nowhere in particular cabinet of curiosities for the experimental beers uh, was open hmm. in the old Udor space. Now, I'm going to be fair that since this wasn't an official crawl, officially sanctioned crawl, this wasn't the actual Golden Mile, we were able to play a little fast and loose with the rules. So the first place we went to, we actually had to drive to, and then we had to drive to the second location. But uh, okay. but, but but it was, oh, it was absolutely worth it. This place, um, well, first of all, we get there, and we, we want to take a picture that I sent to you guys. <laughs> and as soon as you do, there's yes. this sort of like a guy, very... Friendly, but seems like he might be a little inebriated hanging out. He's just all of a sudden he just starts chatting us up. And we just think he's, you know, some local patron who's very enthusiastic has maybe already already had a few and uh, make some joke. Uh, well, I, he, in fact, but he was so friendly. He looked at my my shirt. And he said, oh, are you from the Beer Avengers podcast? And I, I mean, knew my shirt had the Beer Avengers, but I forgot that it also said podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I forget the podcast was on there, so I just said, "Oh, have you heard of us?" Like, it's on your shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> and and then so we were about to head inside, and he said, "Wait a minute, give me like about fifteen second lead time." So it turns out this is the guy who's running the place. Oh, all right. Uh, runs in there. We wait fifteen seconds. We walk in, and there's maybe at that point, maybe what five people there? Would you say? Yeah, that's about. I know there were more by the time we left, but I think when we first got yeah. there, were five or six people, and 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 they gave us a round of applause for entry. <laughs> at, at that hey, point, I say this was this was me. Well, the 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 doctor as well as Father B, all of us, and uh, Father B was the semi-designated driver. Uh, but yeah, That's so we great. all went in there. They gave us a warm welcome. Had some fantastic beers there. Nice. And we we passed that on to the uh, uh, patrons a- entering after us. That's true. Lovely. That, 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 that right? became a tradition. And I think we talked yep. to someone there and he said, this wasn't necessarily how it was every day, but that's how it was that day. Everyone who comes in gets yes. a round of applause. So uh, Austin, uh, our beer tender, he, he does what Austin will do. And it's always welcoming and he's that that sort of guy. That's so, lovely. Although I will notice that, uh, I will mention that uh, George Shaw, who joined us and will figure uh, a bit later on in the show, he got a even more <laughs> welcome, I think, because everybody knows George. So. Right, because he is also the proprietor of the place you mentioned last week. What's the name of it again? Uh, the Wandering Griffin. Yeah, he's one right. of the one of the partners in that uh, that uh, up and coming local brewery, and was a major investor in Fifth Street Brew Pub. And uh, in his professional life, is a safety expert. He does a lot of work for the um, Ohio Craft Brew Association. So. Uh, yeah, just a uh, all-around uh, good guy to pay attention to. Now, at, uh, at nowhere in particular, Cabinet of Curiosities or Nipcock, 
Uh, <laughs> that's what the initials are. You make a call. Is that deliberate? I don't know. Everybody think about it's it. It's on the sign. I mean, they have it the full is. title in front of the in front of the building, but on like little, it's like a little like strip mall. So you know the strip mall where they have all the places that are there. It says Nipcock. So I think we can say it on the show, um, even if we didn't have an explicit content warning. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I was I, I was very happy to have your guidance and the guidance of the bartender because. Uh, I, I got there and I said, you know, what, what I liked Imperial Stout. She said, this is the one you want to have. And I didn't mm-hmm. have that first because there were some others that you had recommended to me that I had small pours of. Yep. Yep. Um, I might've had small pours of all three of them. You did. Yeah. You were uh, smarter than me at that point. In the day, I did. I, sure. had, I had small pours of all three of them. And that one was so good. I think I, I wanted to get a full pour of it, but I wound up getting something with a slightly lower ABV. <laughs> Because yeah. after having those three, but the, yeah, the, what was the one that was, that was so great that he recommended right off that that you said you also, I think you wound up getting a pour of. Yeah, the uh, dirty ass bitch, usually called dab or dab. Yes, uh, that's what's on the that's what's on the menu. So, uh, exactly. really, just a remarkable stout. I mean, hits all yeah. the notes, ticks all the boxes, exemplar of style. Just you show it off. I, I, I see why. Yes. Um, and then we got in the car and we headed out to uh, Fifth Street. <laughs> what, what are you laughing about? Just the name of the beer? <laughs> the, 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 yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> the Dirty yeah, Ass Bitch. It's a, yeah. song. it's a good name for a beer. Yeah, well, he, he he didn't know we were explicit, so he made it a point to like, you can call the dab on the podcast, but it's Dirty Ass Bitch. <laughs> I said, no, I think we can well, call and, it Dirty Ass Bitch. Um, but yeah, so, so the, we got... The other two high-gravity ones were both called Tuxedo, which was... That yes. surprised me. It's like, you give the classy names for ones that... They're, they're good. They're really good. They're enjoyable and tasty, but the dab is quality stuff. So. Right. And it was... Didn't you say... Tell me they have several different Tuxedos? Because we, the ones I had were German yes. and Mexican. And I've had the Wisconsin, which is a lot of uh, a lot of lactose. Very, uh, yeah, very I enjoyed the Mexican, but especially especially enjoyed the German because it was kind of based on a German chocolate cake. Hmm. Um, oh, and, and yeah, well, the, well, the one you had, uh, it, it was uh, it was sort of a, a, a twist on Pap's Blue Ribbon, or wasn't the name of it something yeah. like that? Uh, Pat's Blue Ribbon. Um, yeah. uh, Pat is the name of the the brewer that uh, the former itinerant. Um, so it is a um, double dry hopped American style lager. Okay, nice. So you kind of do that intersection of mm-hmm. uh, well, you know, pick your macro beer. With very very interesting and uh, pretty aggressive hop profile. So, yeah, I like yeah. that. We sometimes call them IPLs, but yeah, the hoppy yeah. lager is. Uh, yeah, that's in my uh, untapped cool tasting stuff. notes, actually. IPL with a question mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, then we then we headed out. Uh, we drove over to Fifth Street Brew Pub for lunch and another another beer. I, again, I was still trying to pace myself, so I had a red ale there. Um, but yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about that place. Cause I know we, we meant, I think we mentioned it on the last show or the one before that, or that's honestly, we've been doing this 35 episodes now. I'm, they're all blended together, but you mentioned about yeah. how that it is a co-op brew pub that you are part, part owner in. Uh-huh. Yes. And I, that's why I talk about it a lot. So, mm-hmm. uh, more than 3000 members now I was, um, oh, wow. involved in, not from the very beginning. There's sort of a, in kind of an initial public offering, like the founders bought the property didn't know what to do with it. Um, the brother of one of them said, you know, there's this bar here in Austin. Uh, they're a brewery, but they're owned by the community, by the neighborhood. And you guys bought this place because it looked horrible on the way into your community just to fix it up. Maybe you should look in that direction. So 
They spent about a year exploring how would you do that and then said, all right, we're going to try and uh, we'll offer it to people around here. And if we get, uh, I think their threshold was they wanted 100 memberships within a month of making that offer. And they had that in, I want to say, five days. And uh, my uh, my wife and I were were two of that number. Like we we went to the intro and said, yeah, it might not go anywhere, but gotta try. So uh, like it a lot. Did a lot of do a lot of stuff with them, and uh, we're um, transitioning to um, a new head brewer. Mm. Uh, I look forward to seeing that. And sometimes we haven't. I haven't had any of the audition pieces yet, but I'm really looking forward to uh, trying the samples. But yeah, then we went over to uh, Branch and Bone, which I had a beer from last week. I had a great time there. Met up with George again there. Uh, and then we started what was sort of more the very much this the small crawl area where there's so much exciting things to be had there. Uh, and we headed over to Toxic Brewing. Had a great time mm. there. Um, I think I had some kind of Imperial Stout that was aged in heaven hill barrels. Is that right? Was that the... Did you get the... Trying to remember, Hangar Eighteen or was Night Ender? It might. Well, I Night think Ender's I think their biggest stout. Well, I think Coconut. I left with the Night Ender. There was one. They had like yeah. two different aged ones. Like one was from twenty eighteen, one was twenty nineteen, or something like that. Like, and, but but one was from an, uh, a a whiskey I'd never heard of, and you told me it was okay. But the other one was Heaven Hill, and that's, that's the, what... the new Rift Barrels. Yeah. 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 Um, no, the Night Ender. That's actually that's a good segue to the segment you were, thing you were talking about last week uh, with the uh, the whole Dora thing, where we actually got to go out and so we we had a beer while we were sitting there at the at the brew pub or the brewery tasting room uh, bar, and then we were able to get a beer to go and just walk the streets of the Oregon district. Oh, yeah, that's great. So I had a uh, a uh, Belgian quad that was one of their launch beers and still a, a favorite of mine. Uh, uh, relatively short pour, 12 ounce there at the bar, and then uh, walked away with a red ale in a plastic cup just out on the street. And the the Dora is in effect all the time in the Oregon district. Um, Did did we say again what those letters stand for? At all, like pre-pandemic, this has been an ongoing thing. The Designated Outdoor Refreshment Area. I love it. Amazing. Uh, Well, yeah, yeah, uh, Doctor, you said it started... Actually, maybe a little mid-pandemic, right? Yeah, the it, but this the, is the first time the you've Oregon been to districts it. did. Um, it became legal in Ohio before that, and I might actually have a note for later exactly when. But there was a, a, a transition period where um, that became legal, and in the pandemic, um, I think, frankly, a little sooner than it was advisable. But it was great when we were there. Yeah, they also started closing the um, street that runs through that um, several block area to uh, automotive traffic Friday through Sunday. So it's just a, a street party. And, uh, and of course, now that we're at this point, what, one, two, three, this, I guess that was our, being our fourth location. <laughs> it's a little fuzzy from here on out. Uh, yeah, but, I, uh, I have some notes, but uh, yeah, it's definitely... <laughs> And more than one beer at some locations. Yes, or and sometimes even not beer, because again, these are no we don't have, we're not following any any crawl rules because That's our right. next yeah. our next stop after we enjoyed our street beers, our street toxic beers was uh well beer wonder for you know in honor of you. That's when we made it to Blind Bob's. Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, wondering when that and, was going to happen. And how is Bob doing? Um, 
not in on a Saturday afternoon, so oh, we didn't get a chance okay. to inquire. Well, but the fried I, pickles I were great. That, but I, they are incredible. I'm glad to hear that they continue to hold up because mm, they're pretty magical. Um, and you, and judging and from what, your what photos, you were not able to karaoke. I, I, yeah. Not yet. It hasn't come back. Okay. Yeah, there's um, there's one local that's doing it outdoors, which is kind of okay. Oh, nice. Idea. All right. And, and what, without what a machine, they... they're just out there. <laughs> yeah, there's no, yeah, it's not really a, a you know event. Just some guy, some guy singing on the street. Yeah, there, there was. I mean, there was a guy on the street with a guitar, but yeah. uh, but just him. We, we weren't. No one we really have turns. crossed the New Orleans threshold. Yeah, we're <laughs> just, just right. people walking down the street singing all the time. And, and so it's I know I, I remember since we were all communicating together during this this epic crawl or sub, semi mm-hmm. semi epic. Um, I remember you, Huck was a little confused about what it was you were drinking at Blind Bob's. Oh, yes. I recall that. Oh, yes. Oh, do, yes. Do, do, my, do elaborate. My first, my first at Blind Bob's, I did have a beer in honor of the spirit of, you know, for being avenging. Yeah. I must be avenged. But uh, on the uh, sidewalk sign, they were advertising the Fruit Loops shot. Mm. And, um, yeah, I'm kind of a fool for novelty. So I had that. I hear you. Um. You don't need to. It's okay. <laughs> well, you don't need to get it. it. Thank I'm you for still doing not it sure so what it is. Yeah. Yeah. As uh, Bernard Black said, it is children's booze. So. It, children's <laughs> Did it actually taste like Fruit Loops? Um, it tasted like milk and bad fruit flavor. So yeah, pretty close. Yeah, yeah like about halfway vaguely down. fruit. Like can't name the fruit. So there was so maybe milk with in two it. So maybe like the leftover milk from a bowl of Fruit Loops. Yeah, pretty much. And also the um, the uh, alcohol flavor you get when you've sweetened it too much, and the fundamental vodka has got some some edges on it. <laughs> so yeah, everything well, we can possibly look. There's something to that I I I thought it was because one of our 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 uh, uh, coworkers had posted something about this something called a milko. Did you see this? Oh yeah. Wonder. I and did see that. It's. Yeah. It's a special way. It's a Czech tradition. It's a foamy beer. Mm-hmm. It says it's a sweet and creamy treat. But if you see it in the glass, I have a picture here. Yeah, it just looks it's, like a bunch of foam. Yeah. It's yeah. It's yeah. it's it, what you're seeing here is basically uh, a giant head of beer with just the slightest, maybe a quarter inch of beer at the very very bottom of it. It's just very confusing. Yes, yeah. it very does not. Strange. Look, I would I would not be inclined to drink it. Milko. How does one produce it? Do we? Do you oh, it's know? not Milko. It's Milko. Milko. Yeah, it's almost like the it's L is a, before the I. Like they're trying to make it sound kind of Russian, like something out of the Clockwork, Clockwork Orange Corova milk bar. It's yeah. a distinct pouring style used for nightcaps and day drinking. I guess the idea is so you don't drink too much. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's a sidetrack. No, you guys, no, it's, uh, 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 it's all complete. Part of it. Your uh, your. Uh, uh, your mile, and then after Blind Bob's, that was uh... well. Then I think we got another uh, to go cup from Lucky's, right? Yes, yes, popped uh, just out. No, I have no Lucky's idea what it was, but we got a to go cup from Lucky's. <laughs> and uh, and then and then I think we I think it was on our way over to Warped Wing. Warped Wing was there anything between Lucky's oh, and goodness. Warped Wing? I don't think there was. No. Uh, at some point there, I you know I called my dad and just said, "Hey, you know." Uh, we're going to the last spot, so come meet us. And <laughs> come did, get and, me. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, and so and, and we. Uh, there was Dad, a, will you come pick us up? 
And we might have had it was something. a really good idea at that point. It was. <laughs> I it think was. we had two more at Warped Wing, and they were we not did. lightweights. Yeah, well, uh, well, honestly, if it's the end of your evening and you know you've got to ride home. The, yeah, yeah. It's, might it's, as well it, go for tracks. it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like the captain's style to me anyway. But yeah, very grateful to Father B for help for joining us in part of it and, and helping us out on, on some of it. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a great week. Uh, as I said, I also made it to Eudora and, uh, aside from our, our planned crawls and such, I did go to, uh, the, uh, Yellow Springs Brewery Had some really oh. nice, they had a, oh, they nice. had a black IPA named for the cicadas. Oh yeah. Oh, it's called Brood X. Uh, and that was, that, that was tasty. They also had a really nice, uh, they had a really nice, uh, oatmeal stout called Prowler. Um, okay. and I wanted to take some home with me. So I actually was able to go up to the bar and said, I would like a growler of the prowler. And that was go. fun. <laughs> Very uh, good. Well, uh, getting to, I don't want to, uh, we're going to work our way towards huck ups and bulk ups today. Oh, we're going to have some bulk ups as well. Uh, just to give an update on what we talked about last week from, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Brienne yeah. Allen's posts about, uh, mm-hmm. And you can still check her out at Rat Magnet on Instagram. Yeah, uh, but she's going to get back to being a brewer again. <laughs> and there is another site that has uh, been organized by a couple of people, a, a, uh, including her, uh, that you can post stories at anonymously. And it's called Embolden Act Advance, uh, which I guess they mean three verbs embolden act advance so uh you can go there and and post more stories now the the fallout from uh i mean it's mostly positive uh at this point obviously sexism is not a positive thing and and the and the the, that culture of beer i'm not a fan of myself i uh we and as beer avengers we spend a lot of time with our uh female uh beer avenger cohorts and so we don't really play that game and uh uh, but some of the uh, so we talked last week about uh, the Danish brewer. His name is Soren Parker Wagner, and he is the CEO of Dry and Bitter Brewing, which you may have uh, heard of, Captain uh, Danish Brewery. Uh, and uh, he has stepped down as CEO. Oh, it's called and Dry also, and Bitter. Dry and Bitter. Okay, I think I think last week all you had was bitter, so Dry and Bitter. Yeah, okay. I, I blew. I blew. That's sort no, it's of okay. A, a I just I, I, I was. Me. Trying to figure out when I looked at my notes from last week when I was assembling stuff, I was like, "What's bitter?" Dry. So that's what I was making a reference to. Okay, dry and bitter. And the uh, the CEO of Tired Hands has stepped away from day to day operations, and the staff at Tired Hands put out an Instagram post about they have thirty eight employees that they want to keep brewing beer and they want to make things right. You know, a lot of them are women, and so they they're they're trying. But I think the if, if, if there is any moral dilemma for uh, somebody who cares about these sort of things uh, is that the money still will go to this guy, Jean, who has run a sexist, racist uh, uh, culture. And so that's the thing. We do want to support these workers. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like, well, all that money is going to go to the guy and his wife who have, uh, who have uh, emboldened this, uh, this culture. So that's kind of the moral quandary with tired hands and with a dry and bitter and with modern times. And also uh, there's Hill Farmstead uh, put out another statement, mm-hmm. but they're not really 
you know, they're not really uh, doing too much. But of course, he hasn't been accused of having a toxic culture in the brewery. He's just had been accused of being a personal kind of uh, uh, having a lot of uh, questionable sexist uh, behavior from uh, from uh, Sean Hill personally. So uh, he put out a, a, like a very poetic statement. But what bothered me the most was in the in the comments. And this is very common in our culture, no matter what we're doing, is we have this, you know, obviously we have the, the, the divide politically. Uh, but in, even in the beer industry of people who are conscious, you know, environmentally conscious, uh, socially conscious, uh, race conscious and uh, and gender conscious. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's such a bro culture in the in the beer industry, too. Right. And it's almost a split. You know, I, I would hope that it leans more towards the the uh, socially conscious part. But, you know, we always hope that for everything. So in a lot of the comments at, on Hill Farmstead, because people love Hill Farmstead, people also love Tired Hands. Mm-hmm. And but trolls like, love the comment section. And so a lot of these comments are, this is, there's no substantiated, none of this stuff is substantiated. And it's like, well, if it's not substantiated, then why are the CEOs stepping down? Yeah. If there's like, this is all <laughs> lies. I, I mean, you know, they're not doing that. So there's a lot of that, like, and there's a lot of shut up and brew, shut up and brew beer kind of things. Yeah. And I wonder how so much well of that. the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what it reminds me yeah. of, the shut up and sing. Shut up and sing. Yeah. Doc, you, you, did you have something you wanted to say? Really just nothing. Well, okay. I thought we were going to bulk a, out. A, no, I just, oh, I just saw that you, 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 you uh, behind the scenes, there's a thing where oh. you can raise your hand. Yeah. That was actually uh, me missing the mute button. But okay. since you've asked. Um, Never mind. I will, I will edit this part out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You, you won't, but it depends. Well, you never know. Um, yeah. what I was thinking is I have never had, um, either Hill Farmstead or Tired Hands. Oh, you're off and in fact, the names were unfamiliar to me until hearing them on the beer cast, uh, I don't know, several episodes ago. I don't recall which ones, but they're not familiar to me at all. And I, I wonder if we don't get distribution or it just kind of slipped past me. I yeah. We, yeah. I mean, we, we barely get don't Hill get Farmstead to... in New York and they're in Vermont. They're just, yeah. A, yeah. yeah, they're, they're sort of credited with being one of those very early purveyors of the new England IPA. And yeah. we've been talking about Hill Farmstead on the show because he had another interview before this came out where he was calling out. <laughs> this is kind of a for then, making <laughs> uh, Oreo French fry beers. And he was, he just wants people to brew beer that tastes like beer. So that ruffled a lot of feathers uh, like uh, in that regard too. So he was already uh, uh, <laughs> making trouble. Uh, so, but he does, I mean, they do make some of the best beers. They make some of the best farmhouse beers in the country, the best IPAs. So, and the, and loggers too. And so, you know, there's no doubt that they are top notch in beer making as well as Tired Hands. Tired Hands is one of the breweries that's uh, uh, one of the early purveyors of the milkshake IPA and one of the perfectors of it. Uh, and so, you know, they, they're, they're, they've been innovators and, Tired Hands is Pennsylvania. Outside of Philly, they're in Ardmore, Pennsylvania, where Bryn Mawr is, if that's a, yeah. a collegiate uh, reference. Uh, uh, Catherine Hepburn went there. Yeah, these are just these are just like <laughs> so these are like small, but with, but uh, disproportionate to their size. They're influential brewers, right? Exactly, yes, exactly. Very true. And most and East Coast, yeah. I, like we I don't really get much Tired Hands here in New York. I, I, you know? I know. I know. We all want to like have a big call to action. I think right now though, there's going to be a lot of, for a little while anyway, there's going to be some wait and see. 
uh, because yeah. everyone's figuring out what to do. And I mean, there'll be people who, who will do something horribly wrong. who can right away say, fuck you, but there'll be a, right. like how people, you know, but we, I mean, I mean, by wait and see, I mean, pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> how we see. do moving we will forward. wait, pay attention and, and, and things will be clearer, I think. Uh, cause, cause this isn't, it's, it's not like, because what, what some of them are hoping for is we'll just, we'll forget about it and let it, and forget we about it. shouldn't do that. Um, right. Yeah. I don't think it's going to affect Hill Farmstead too much Yeah, in sales because they're just so sought after. Uh, I don't no. know what you would compare it to in the Midwest uh, as far as, uh, uh, but they, they are very, very sought after uh, and not just in, in New England, like are all over. Uh, so, uh, yeah. and Tired Hands has three locations, one of them in, in Philadelphia now. And so these ever expanding uh, breweries, but, uh, you know, we shall see, we shall see, as, as our, as our former president would say, well, wait and see, we'll see, yeah. we're going to see. That's not the kind of wait and see I meant at all. Well, did he say wait well, and let's see? see, let's see, let's, let's wait, oh, yeah. let's see. Let's see what happens. Uh, we'll see what no, happens. Let's launch an invest. Uh, like, well, actually, more like the Democrats are saying right now about January 6th. No, let's launch an investigation now. Now. And we will figure out what we want to do based on that. All right. Uh, so we can get to uh, regular hookups now. Okay. Uh, actually, before we, th- we, we dive into that, can I? Can oh, I, actually, I, yeah, I, good I point. Am, my, my glass is empty. So oh, mine is too. happens. Well, okay. I mean, almost. Hang on. All right. Okay, well, so then let me let me preface mine while we're all preparing for this. You take uh, the reins, beer wonder. So, so this is this is a uh, another trip to a cellar of sorts. Uh, you don't have to play this song. Whatever, however, we're going to do it because this is because my uh, where I'm staying. There's an actual cellar, and when I first got here, I found uh, some four year old loggers down there. I'm not going to actually pull one of those out. Oh dear. Uh, some 2017 oh. Great Lakes uh, Dortmund Gold. I tried them the other day. It's an intri- they're not they're not terrible, but I I don't really want to waste a spot on the show with them. Okay. Uh, another thing uh, that my father Father B uh, had uh, he'd been waiting to share with me. Someone gifted him uh, a, a, a a Lakewood Temptress Bourbon Barrel Age via 2018. Oh, uh, which was a wonderful one that we shared. Um, but he has another one now. When we were doing our Christmas shows, talking about all the gifting of beers. Uh, Beer Wonder, you had a lot of great stuff about that gift package from the NYCBG. Is that right? Yes, or is it NYCBG? Brewers Guild. Yes. And then you told me that you had sent some stuff to your dad, uh, mm-hmm. but not that one because it doesn't deliver to Minneapolis. When you yes. inspired me to send my dad a gift box of stuff from Warped Wing. Oh. Um, and he still has one of them left. And he's, well, actually, I think he might have two of them left. Uh, but he's graciously allowing me to have one of those uh to have myself on the show here so i'm gonna go get it um so i don't know if you guys want to start one of your other pours if you want to sing the song or whatever you're gonna do i'll be right back okay well you know where he's going where is he going he's going to the father's no he's going to the father's cellar yeah come high water or hella yeah Filled with stouts and porters, made with bricks and mortars, going to the father's cellar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Father's cellar. Where he's going. Yeah. 
That was extended. That was a 12 inch. That was the extended uh, cut. You know, That's it's, the extended it's, cut there. I, I, we usually, I usually do this from my New York City apartment. Um, here in a, in a house in Dayton, Ohio, it's a little bit of a longer walk to the refrigerator. Uh, than it is uh, when I'm there. So thank you for all being very patient. I I look forward to hearing the extended cut of the uh, Father's Cellar song. Um, so uh, this one, and I hope this isn't uh, hitting a sore nerve with you, Doctor, because I know that one of your hobbies is is uh, is uh, is you're a candy maker. Um, and so oh, this this, this, is, this is this is related to uh, the behemoth or the local behemoth compared to you, I guess, down the street from you. Uh, it yeah. is, uh, it is, it is, it is a warped wing beer, but it's a yearly collaboration they do with the chocolate makers, Esther Price. And this is the 2020 Esther's Little Secret. Oh, and it, look how cute it is in a tiny little can. It is a double fudge cream stout. And, Ooh. um, yeah, I'm not really sure what the, I know the ABV is on here somewhere, but, uh. I'm too eager to just pour this thing rather than to read this paragraph they have. So I'm just going to open it. Here we go. There we are. Oh, that was a, yeah, this has been cellaring since what, December, would you say? December. Yeah. Father B's off, off, off screen. I here for a second. Here we go. Nope. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So a little bit more translucent than I would have expected for yeah. something like this. Beautiful tan head and actually big, like very intense head growth. There we go. Yeah. You're right. It's a very it. nice head. Not something you might expect on a high ABV stout like this. Mm-hmm. As you, I'm, All right. I'm just repeating what you just said, essentially. But <laughs> Yes. All right. Um, I'm going to let this head settle uh, while I know there are other, uh, I know there's another queue lined up for, for more of these. I mean, for Do more, another, I know you guys, we'll, we'll, we'll do tasting notes in a second. I want to hear, see what you guys have. Okay. It's time for the Bulk's second beer. So oh, many songs. My own theme. I'm so thrilled. I was improvised. So another, uh, this is a uh, first time brewery for me. And look, like the can is, it, it's so wee. Yeah, it's oh, like an eight ounce can, I believe. Yeah, which, because the contents are, I think, very dangerous. So this is oh. from... Uh, Evil Twin NYC. Yeah, uh, I have yeah. had Evil Twins before, but not the NYC. And I hope I am able to correctly read it. I think it is the Great Northern. Is correct. It's a very small, small font. A twelve point five percent barley wine, aged Ooh. in a red wine barrel, <sighs> and uh, adjunct of black currant, cacao nib, and Marcona almond. My goodness! So Ooh, wow, what a cocktail that's going to be. And doctor, and I, I will ha- I will tell you this is like sixteen or seventeen of that series. So I'm going to look it up and find out which one it is. But yeah, go might, ahead. Yeah, that might be what's written here. Oh no, twenty-seven months is the aging time, not oh, memory. So. Oh my! Oh, I mean, it's it's for such a small can. It has a very gentle crack to it. Indeed, delicate. You hold that up a little for us, doctor. Yeah, oh, thank you. Look at that. Your wonder. I know. Look at that thing. It's so, it's, but almost like almost no head at all on that bad boy. It's coming yeah, in. Did at you the say end. this was yeah, with I'm the one to wonder if I'm not cleaning my glasses well enough because neither of my pores have any no, head. No, at all. no, no. That's going to be the strength of these beers. No, that's the now, definitely now, the doctor, strength of the did, beer. Yeah. did you say this was the one with the black currant and the almonds? It is. That is oh, series nice. 17 of the Great Northern. Wow. Yes. There is another, uh, which I'm 
probably not opening tonight because that one is from series 60. Plenty. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, do you going to do a melange? <laughs> oh, pulling out the big, is the big the cuvee? guy. Is that what? Cuvee, yes, cuvee. Well, I, I, I'm going from merry old England to, oh my God, this is so cold now with this fridge, <laughs> to merry new England. This is the devil's purse. Handline oh. Kolsch. Kolsch style ale from uh, Dennis, Massachusetts. Uh, home of... Uh, my uh, parents uh, on Cape Cod. Yeah, this is my go-to beer when I go down there. I also have the Evil Great Twin uh, NYC glass. That's the closest I have to a Stanga, yep. uh, which I just learned. I thought it was Stanga, but Stanga is what yep. it's called, the, the uh, Kolsch glass. So let's, uh, let's take a look at this. It's going to be cold. I know that. Wow. Look at this. Great. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Just ruined the oh, pour. Oh, see, but that here's the thing: really a, good, a beautiful straight-sided wow. glass gives you that really nice, fluffy head on the top of it, and also yeah. shows off that clarity, which is exactly what we need. You see those very tiny bubbles. Get this picture while I'm. Uh... Tiny, tiny, fine carbonation. Really, mm-hmm. really nice. There it is. There it is. It's going to be Nothing super like a good creamy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is a good Kolsch. Uh, I, 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 I've tried. This is, this is their hit. You know, this is their. Their, their big record. They sell this in 12-ounce cans, they sell it in 16-ounce cans, and they sell it throughout the state. Whereas mm. almost all of their other beers you can only really get at the brewery. But this Kolsch, and you pretty much can find it in almost every Cape Cod, uh, at least mid-Cape bar, uh, has the Kolsch on tap. And so, yeah, it's a good one. Very refreshing. Light. Mm. It's got this that slight... Um, mouthfeel of, of uh, almost like honey and it's got a nice uh, grassy nose to it it's just very uh it's not only approachable and drinkable and quaffable <laughs> and sessionable and what was the it's other tasty. word we, we had uh approachable approachable Approach- it's very approachable <laughs> it's kind of uh, you want to sit down and have a beer with I, you know I, i've had a lot of good <laughs> colches lately didn't we have a colch a couple weeks ago uh, i think so yeah I get that Kolsch. Oh boy, I'm Don't blanking. Remember, yeah, I, I have remember, another remember, one in the fridge. A West Coast next Kolsch, we'll bring that up. up. And then again, you see we have the the uh, the condensation because it's so cold. <laughs> wow. It's so cold in this fridge now. I love it. It's interesting. This mm. one I'm having is a, it's an 8%er. I, I, I mistakenly thought I had this beer for lunch on draft. It's funny that, how that happens. Uh, but that was the barrel-aged version. There's a there's a place here in town yeah. called uh, Old Scratch Pizza that have these these great customizable pizzas as well as like mm. fifteen craft beers on draft. And when I oh. saw they had the Esther's little secret uh, barrel aged, I'm like, well, uh, yeah, I'm having that. Naturally, <laughs> um, and oh, uh, and and yeah, that was definitely very smooth, but a little bit boozier. And this is just yeah, this is this is this is just. It 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 it, it very you know, obviously very chocolatey very uh, and just just goes down smoothly. It's fantastic. Mm. Every, every year's Esther's little secret is uh, is different. Um, right. Usually a different base beer style, but always a different uh, chocolate influence. And my favorite is never coming back because no one else liked it. But they did a <laughs> uh, blonde uh, porter with white chocolate, Ooh. and mm. um, I really like real white chocolate 
which is not the uh, thing that one might remember from the uh, the pink bunny in the Easter basket, or the Nestle uh, Alpine White. Not it's not that that is technically a real white chocolate, but it's not your that's not your marketing post, right? <laughs> so yeah. And how's that? How's that evil twin? Oh yeah, I oh, want to hear about that. Uh, yeah, that one. So, immediate impression. I mean, Venus, right? It is the the wine is just a coming through, but there is a hefty uh, malt backbone in mm-hmm. the nose, and uh, a lot of like stone fruit raisins. Probably that's the uh, the the black currant too. Um, and the almond is really really interesting because I was wondering how would that how would that even mix with everything else. And it's in the uh, it's in the afters for me, so mm. like um, like almond essence. So it's an aromatic finish rather than like chewing an almond. It's like oh, somebody hmm. somebody made Italian cookies, right? Oh, that's nice. Are you uh, tasting those? What is it? Twenty eight months. Uh... Um, yes, there. I uh, well, you know, I'm not sure. I finally calibrated, but at least twenty months of funk is uh, is definitely. In there, there's a there is some. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't call it. There's oaky notes. There's wood notes. Mm-hmm. But the vein, the the wine character is so far forward of that that it is much more. It's hard to separate out. Like, is it a highly oaked red wine or, or just uh, the barrel itself? Because the between that and the fruit character, it's all one uh, melange, if I may. Yeah, that, I mean that—that that, that is I how I found. That. That's how I found that one too. Is like it's hard to say which is the wine and which is the blackberry currant. Yeah, um, and, and and which is the um, which is the barrel, which is the yeah the wood. I was saying that yes. the, about the coast that it's made with Vanguard hops, which are an American varietal uh, derived uh, from uh, uh, a German Hallertal hops. So it has that German feel, but it's an American hop. And it's called Handline Kolsch because that's a fishing uh, reference, handline fishing. And Devil's Purse itself is a, a little uh, egg sack, if you ever saw that, uh, which is something you find on a lot of beaches. I forget which mm-hmm. uh, animal. Now I have to look that up or at least put it in next week's. Well, it'll be something for next week's hookups. What is a Devil's Purse? One of my favorite things about every time you go it sounds uh, like something dirty. Cape Cod is that you always bring beers back from there. I try. It's, you know, the Cape, uh, uh, Re- Irish Red got into this uh, when she was on that uh, the Cape is not the best place to get the Massachusetts beers. Like, it's the kind of the last place to get the things. They just so send them I everywhere go, else. Yeah, I went to a, a, a local uh, uh, bottle shop and every, I mean, almost everything was just old. Oh, yeah. You know, and I was just like kind of annoyed, you know, like they had these ancient beers. They had stuff like from Burlington Beer Company. They had foam. They had like uh, like some these are Vermont beers, uh, doctor. And they were just the, the dates. I was just really disappointed about the dates. You can't have old hazy IPAs. It's just no. not a good idea. And even even I think the loggers shouldn't be too old. They can be, uh, I think they can go maybe a month longer, but. And they make these fresh lagers that they're meant to be, especially when they're delicate. You know, they're delicate, artisanal beers, and they're not supposed to sit in cans for six months. So they're aged before they come to you. They, they, they're, they're at the peak. You got <laughs> to, got to catch it. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. So in the can, they're aged in the wrong way. Now I think canned yeah. stouts can can last a while. Yeah, absolutely. We, we've talked about this too, but Bottled even even too. that, 
Yeah. Oh, bottled, of course, is the pr- preferable yeah. way to age your stouts for sure. Uh, rather than in the uh, aluminum. And some of these cans are, are cheap too. They're, they're, they're cheaper quality or thinner. Uh, so a lot, a lot more oxygen can get into them. Not, I'm not saying, you know, I don't know which companies use better cans. That's a, that's a whole, that's a, that's a whole day for a topic. Anyway. Yeah. Like you said, huckups. Uh, we talked about Maria Stern, the town. Remember that? Maria Stein. Was <laughs> yes, it Maria sorry. Stein? Already getting a jump we'll on next, that week. On the so Stein. next week. Yes. Maria Stein. Yeah. There's uh there's not a uh, specific, uh, uh, definitive, uh, proof of, uh, the derivation, but, uh, it's likely from, uh, Metzerlin Maria Stein in Switzerland, which was an abbey there. And there was a, a, a priest, Father Bruner, who established a missionary of the precious bloods in what was called St. John's, Ohio. And the two towns combined to make, uh, eventually to make Maria Stein, Ohio. Uh, and I think that was happened in uh, 1812. All right. So there's that. Uh, interesting. It must be an interesting place. And, and geographically, too, it's right along the northern border of Ohio, right? Is it along one of the lakes? Uh, it's on the shores of Lake Erie. Yeah. The shores of Lake Erie, yeah. So really interesting geographically too. And now I want to visit there. <laughs> Just to, <laughs> they have a shrine of the holy relics. I'm like, what are these relics? I want to go there. Uh, so I mentioned 1040 going back two weeks when we talked about why not why why Stefan, right? The brewery that goes back to 1040. And I said, what kind of beer was being brewed in 1040 in North America? And you have an right? answer now. It was only. It was only Native Americans that right. were here. And uh, yes, they were making a type of corn beer. Uh, the Pueblo Indians were making, uh, of Chaco Canyon, were brewing a weak beer made by fermenting kernels of corn. And uh, yeah, so that's, uh, it was happening. There was a type of beer being brewed. Because corn is a grain, right? Yeah. Very good. Or technically it's a grass, I guess, but... Uh, so there you go. And there was one more thing. Switzerland. No, that's it. That's all that's all I got. Okay. I already talked about the other the other stuff. So now we're on to the uh the bulk ups. Right, yes. Uh, yeah, Doctor, you you had some things you wanted to clarify from last week as well. I was uh uh I feel like you know I really enjoyed describing my impressions of the changes in the Ohio beer law, but maybe some listeners might want to know I don't know actual facts and information. So I uh, got some some notes that, and some of it was a lot more fun than I thought. For example, I'm, I'm going to go through the whole history that I could find of drinking age law because Ohio's weird. Right, and and Everybody's you and I got... were at a particularly pivotal moment as, exactly. as we were becoming legal. And that's on the timeline, so. Oh, cool. Hey, look out for it. It's coming up. In 1933, so immediately post-Prohibition, Ohio's drinking age is just 16 or whatever. Very unusual, very low, right, for the United States. In 1935, it changes. Okay. Right? No, I mean, yes. So this is, we're we're doing all post-Prohibition. That's the history we're doing. Yes. Okay, got it. I I didn't want to, like, take up the whole show and get... Really? You hear things a second or two later when you're in your second beer. <laughs> yes. Sometimes you say them three or four times. It's yeah. hard to know. 
So anyway, uh, yeah. So 16 and 33, but it changed in 35. To 18 for 3.2% ABW beer. So it's alcohol by weight in the law oh, at wow. that time. Right. And 21 for beer stronger than that, uh, any wine or spirits. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the 26th Amendment is adopted in 1971 nationally. And as part of the fallout in Ohio, nothing changes. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently we're compatible enough. Um, is this so far age all, pre- active- prior to my arrival in Ohio, all of this so far? It's interesting so to we're now happened. at the drinking age act of 1984, or actually all of the 80s, because 84 sort of falls in place here. In 1982, from August 19th to October 1st, everyone make, make those, there will be a quiz. The age is becomes 19. I remember that very well. ABW beer. And 21 for beer stronger than uh, 3.2 ABW wine and liquor. So Cap and I are still not, in fact, 19. At and it's this so point, funny. I, you mentioned this the last threshold week. Change. I did not remember the 3.2 thing at all. Because from October 1st to the rest of 1982, it vanishes. Okay. 19 is all beer, 21 is wine and liquor. And in 1988, the drinking age shifts to 21 as part of the National Drinking Age Act. But those who had been legal prior to that law change remain legal to consume. Ah. Right. So for for beer only. So we're under the 1982 standards. Did you also did you also turn nine? Did you also turn 19 in 1987? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. We got in just under the wire, Doctor. That's right. And uh, so that is, we're, um, we're still talking now beer after the uh, abandonment of the 3.2 standard. So October 1, 1982, beer is limited to 6% hmm. until 2002, at which point beer can be up to 12%. Hmm. Which so stayed that way until 2016, we, dis- we discovered, or that, we talked that's about right. this, yeah. May 31, 2016, anyone uh, care to name the governor who signed into law House Bill 37 that removed the limit completely? There is no legal limit on the number, on the amount of alcohol a beer can contain. Well, is that dude that like to eat the sandwiches a lot? Yeah. Yeah. John Kasich. Oh, okay. Kasich. (laughs) That makes sense. He ran for president so he could eat sandwiches all over America. That's right. So... That uh, is not as significant to the development, which was part of the big question of the craft beer industry in Ohio, because I blathered on a lot about how it wasn't so much a legal change that made it possible, but it became more accepted, easier to do. Now, there's a big legal change that made it much easier to do and uh, very much indebted to George Shaw for uh, for this bit, for helping me find it. And also a group called the Ohio Beer Council. That's C-O-U-N-S-E-L. They are two lawyers whose hobby is helping breweries stay and become Council. legal uh so semi-professional and semi-public uh, advocacy and okay. they are they're actually based in dayton so um in march of 2012 a very important legal change happened to make uh small brewing a lot more uh convenient and easy to get into um the holders of a brewer's permit called a1 at that point were allowed to sell their beer in a tap room at the brewery without a separate license. Uh, 
So, and I believe the captain mentioned something about a similar provision in New York law for farm breweries. So the idea being that prior to that point, the license for the brewery was separate for the license of the bar, which was attached. Uh, they were both, let's see, the brewery license was almost $4,000 all by itself. The bar license was probably close onto that and similar licensure, hours of operations and closing. So it was a very large financial barrier, not actually a prohibition, but if you were brewing, you couldn't sell right out without uh, also owning a bar until that change in 2012. Less than a year later, in July of 2013, they created a new brewing's, brewer's permit, the A1C, for small brewers, defined as those producing less than 31 million gallons a year, and that permit fee is only a thousand. Okay. And there's currently some uh, some prop, uh, propositions before the Congress um, attempting to clarify who needs a kitchen on premise in order to maintain the A1A variant of that license because apparently it's a wow. little vague. I'm going to open a brewery in Ohio. <laughs> Welcome. Please do. Um, you know, granted you'll have to deal with a bulk in the place all the time. But... Birch beer. First beer, perfect. <laughs> I don't know why you would call it that, since we don't know your actual name. But actually, I think I would really, call really it. Really I would just call it Brickin. <laughs> that's that's actually that's that. Yeah. Ooh, did you make that name up? Yeah, it's just, 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 just you yeah, know, it's just, just pops into your head, putting sounds together, right? Brickin, Brickin Brewing's got a ring to it. Brickin Brewing. Definitely. That, uh, that 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 connects a lot of those dots there. Thank you. Um. I, I guess, good. you know, we've been focusing so much on Ohio this week. I, I haven't even asked you guys, how are things in New York? Well, yeah, brew, uh, brew wonder. <laughs> Beer brew wonder. wonder. We tried <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah, that, that was an episode, so you're not that far off. Talk to us, B-dubs. What's been going on? Well, you know, I, I, I will say uh, I did uh, I did happen to see our, our dear friend Nutpool this week. Oh, oh. And, uh, you know, you, you want to say it, Captain? Let me say what you will about Nutpool. I mean, because you saw him, so say what you're going to say. I, I, I did. I say did. what you will. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he did inquire about the whole crew uh, because uh, he and Wheat Lightning uh, were moving secret locations. And so I assisted yes, them in, yes. uh, in, in their movement. And um, I am pleased to say that he did provide appropriate beer vendor style sustenance. Great. Uh, for us. Uh, and while he did show up with more... Uh, Coors Light than I wish to admit a beer avenger would have in their possession. Um, he also did have a lovely selection of rogue beers for us. Ah, oh, wow. A delightful honey Kolsch that was uh, quite exciting. Okay. So Speaking say what you will Kolsch. about Nutpool. Say what yeah, you say will. Say what you will about Nutpool. And Coors Light is the number two beer in the country. And it was sounds like it was the number two best beer there that day, too. <laughs> A distant second. Very nice. Very yes, nice. a distant second. But I was, I was quite pleased. I was quite pleased that uh, he was able to retain Beer Vengerdom with some very, uh, very nice beers. Very good. Honey Kolsch. Mm. I yep. Finally got around to listening to Nutfool, or is it? Is it? Uh, yes. Nutpool Two. Nutfool. Yes. And I have to say, I, I loved it. It was a terrific episode. Oh. But I would have my enjoyment would have been halved without the intervention. Of wheat lightning and cider girl. That yes, was just really, just totally landed it. I I was laughing aloud. What you missed with that? We had a 
Cider Girl came in with a whole costume and uh, and I had gone to get my <laughs> beer. When I go mic. to get my beer, I mute my Zencaster. So she gets on. I think we gave her the headphones, right? Yeah. She mm-hmm. gets she gets on and she's talking and these guys are all going, I can't, I can't hear her. It was like a five-minute segment. We were just kind of headed, felt that just kind of cut it out. But we got it in the photos, though. We did get a we photo. Did. So. We did. It was worth And she it came back that. and talked I mean, later, and it was very she nice. She did come back her. later, yeah. But I, was, I felt so stupid. That was a unique episode. <laughs> that was a true hook up. It was um, epic, though. I mean, you know, you never know what happens yeah, when that was a going to show up. Thank you for when, saying uh, so, Doctor. other friends decide to make it in. But Bruce Beernerd, I think you may have continued to overtake uh, our dear Nutpool in your appearances on the show. Yes. And, hey, uh, it's not a competition. You and know, you're not even in Gotham. So just <laughs> right. Right. We're all and, beer and, ventures together. And, and, but also, but by saying it's not a competition, you uh, you leap even further ahead of him. Because, uh, you know, anyone who is cool about, have me on whenever, I'm fine. That instantly, it's a, it's its own thing. It's, it's our uh, cunning plan all along. Yes, exactly. We're all conspiring against him. Um, I'll be humble and pleasant, and then people will like me. Well, I, yes. I, uh, I, I hope you guys think this was still a good trip. idea, having a two-part show. that we ha- Did we have enough material to fill two shows? I, oh, yeah, I guess we, we sure did. did. Um, you never know. Yeah. Um, I well, uh, never had a problem before. That's true. No. Um, so uh, I, I, I don't know if you guys have any other, other business you want to bring up. I just wish we heard more from uh, the the beer wonder this week. Maybe we could do a special beer wonder show next time. Maybe that'll be. No, the next we one. had a we had a slow week in beer wonderland. We, oh, we look had who's to help. Uh, look All right, yeah, wave Father beer. B. Oh, oh. Did you have oh something God, you wanted Father to say? Here. Not me. Okay. There <laughs> we go. Um, Thank you, I did. I did uh, if you guys don't have anything else you want to mention, I did want to mention that I am going to be recording an episode of acquired tastings later this week yep very um, exciting a little bit of a spin-off the way they spun off from there to us and we're spinning back to them um and i will announce on that show what uh, josh mills official beer na- beer avenger name is he will be formally anointed yes, excellent very and we'll look forward to hearing that and uh and if you don't do know what we're idea? talking if you don't know what we're talking about go back to and listen to acquired uh, beer avengers we are we we are proudly standalone, but there there's lots of extras if you listen every week. And our full our full archive is still available at everywhere you find podcasts. But uh, all the fancy pictures and everything, you can stream it directly from thebeervengers.com. You can go to iTunes, Spotify, however you find that stuff. If there's somewhere you you're looking for, we're not there. Let us know. We'll get there. Um, and you can also email us at thebeervengers at gmail.com. Find us on all the socials. That is. Instagram, that is Facebook, mm. that is Twitter, at the Beer Avengers, Amper, or the the at, at the at symbol, the Beer Avengers, and we're at all of those. Yeah, uh, did yeah, I leave anything out here? Wonder, I don't. I want to be make sure I'm still polite. No, you're you're so you're you you have you have done all the social media work. Killed okay. it. All right, so the, uh, the the student has become the the better student. <laughs> <laughs> The student has matriculated. There we go. Very good. All right. Uh, thanks. Thanks so much. I mean, I, 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 I know this almost goes without saying since you've been back for here two in a row, but uh, Dr. Bruce Bernard, incredible, bulk, or incredulous. I see I screwed it all up there. But anyway, come back anytime. <laughs> come back anytime. It's been wonderful having you here. 
I look forward, as always. Thank you. Bruce. All right. Place out, if you would. Well, we're the beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers. We're the beer Avengers. We're the beer Avengers, yeah.